this Friday. Your favorite emotions are back on the big screen in Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. It's time to greet your Team Riley. It's anger. Let me at him. Fear. Safety checklist is complete. Disgust. Ew, ew. Ugh. Sadness is in the house. Oh, no. Hello, I'm Anxiety. I'm one of Riley's new emotions. Disney and Pixar's Inside Out 2. There's a part two? We're going. Ready PG. Parental guidance suggested. Only theaters Friday. Get tickets now. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menounos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Glee After Show. amazing billy joel all the way we're here doing another glee after show for you all uh this is episode six of season five moving out and roxy is apparently moving out or rocking on i don't know i'm in a interpretive dance mood um i'm excited to do the show with you hopefully we'll get a few more interpretive dances oh yeah um, so I sh- we should also introduce ourselves. I'm Stephanie Wenger. I'm Roxy Stryer. And Marissa in the booth. And I'm Marissa Serafini. What's up? Yes. What's up, Marissa? What's, What's up? up? And Sarah will be back with us next week. Mm-hmm. I know. I hate when she's not here. She's so positive about everything. She makes me smile. I think I'm <laughs> going to take over that positivity role and go and debate with you tonight. You so. go, girl. Kick Woo! my butt. I hope you do. I like it. Um, so <laughs> let's start this. Obviously, this episode was dedicated to Billy Joel. Did you like the dedication, the song selection tonight? Here's what I like. Billy Joel. So that to me was probably, I, my problem was I don't think he's the best choice to theme an episode around. A lot of his music, even his upbeat songs are slower. Do you know what I mean? Like, right, yeah. There's a definite um, feeling. You know it's a Billy Joel song. There's right. a certain tone to it. I don't need every dedication to be Gaga, Katy Perry, upbeat. But I just think that they pe- they picked the best group of songs they could from Billy Joel for the show, I thought. Mm-hmm. That being said, it was just a little slow for me tonight. I felt the same way at moments. I have to say that it's been interesting this season. They've done a Beatles dedication and now a Billy Joel. They're definitely going back a bit to do these sorts of dedications because we've seen Britney in the past. Um, as yeah. I mentioned last week, Lady Gaga. Michael and, Jackson. Right. So more, I guess we can say current artist Michael Jackson, not exactly current, but a little more 
I don't know. Today. Today, yeah. Um, and I, I appreciated the fact that they're going back in the musical catalog and going to these songs that everybody can sing along to. Piano Man. I feel like those are songs that everybody knows. Yeah, no, I, I, do, I do agree. And I think that that was nice, especially for things to download on your iTunes. It just made for a show that dragged a little bit, to be honest. I mean, although I do love the Billy Joel songs and I and I felt like it's really good to introduce, you know, the generation that Glee reaches out to, a lot of them, unfortunately, probably were like, Billy Joel, I feel like I maybe know who that is. So I always think that's good to show yeah. somebody who was so is so huge in a different generation and still for me is so huge, but I feel like maybe people are a little younger, mm-hmm. not as familiar. I Yeah, I also appreciated the fact that they went ahead and, yeah, tried to introduce Billy Joel to this generation, as we're saying, and they they really tried to do a selection of his songs. I felt like at moments it was forced. That was my one kind of concern. What was forced? The from the plot to the songs. At moments it was like, we're going to use this song, so we're going to make a plot that fits that song. Marissa, did you feel that way? I agree, because some of the numbers, they were a little spontaneous, but they were easily lined up just like the the situation, the whole storyline. They were easily lined up just so they could break out into that song that so happened to fit what was going on. Yeah, it definitely felt like the producers of Glee made the decision, we're doing a Billy Joel episode and we're going to write something that fits around it. Right. The only thing I think saved them from that was how Glee usually does is they poke fun of themselves when Sue at the end, right before the You May Be Right song, she was like, oh no, please don't tell me you're going to use what I just said and break it into a song the way that you do so annoyingly. Whatever. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end, what will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Whatever she said, I love when they they recognize what they're yeah, doing. Yeah, Glee's self-awareness is right. one of their strongest things that they do on that show. They're Absolutely. so They're so self-aware, and they, they come up with the best lines. And Sue's lines tonight were pretty awesome, I have to say. Uh, she's back in her full Sue for self. But before we get to Sue, why don't we jump over to the New York storyline that had a few of the kids from, I almost said One Direction, New Directions. Uh, that would have helped tonight, I think, if we had a few of the kids from One Direction. <laughs> right. I could have done that. So from New Directions, uh, heading over to New York and visiting Kurt and Rachel. Yeah. Um, we're not seeing Demi or Danny yeah. And we're not seeing Adam tonight. Yeah, we got this taste of Adam last week, and then he's kind of been missing on the scene for or two weeks ago, was that now? But you know what? It's Yes, they're missing, but the fact that Sam and Blaine are both in New York, it, you know, I didn't miss them. I didn't care. It didn't bother me that we were missing those two new characters because we already had, we know, big performances and all of them together is just fun to see, especially in New York. I mean, they were f- performing and just being together. I was like, this could be the New York spinoff that people are talking about. Can we talk about the elephant in the room for a second, though? Oh, I hope your elephant is the same as my elephant. I mean, 
Come on with Sam and Rachel. Oh. Oh, come, I, really? Come, come on with Sam and Rachel. I mean, there come, was this. come on with that. What's up, guys? Oh. What's up? Hell no. Nope. You guys saw that, right? Yeah, was there, was, yeah. There, there was this moment. Two it of was, them. Yeah. Two of them, yeah. Oh, so we, let's, more, yeah. let's back up for a second and explain how we got to that moment, and then we'll we'll talk all about it. Yeah. So Sam uh, decides that college isn't for him and wants to pursue a modeling career. Rachel immediately jumps in and says, I know the perfect photographer. I will set you up with someone who can help you with this and know, you know, the right agents and all of that jazz right. to get you started. Um, so she's at this... Uh, photo shoot that happens and she is rubbing oil on his chest. That was what moment one, I believe. Absolutely. And, and it, I don't know whether it was like a stop in the music or just like their eye contact and yes. it was my first the pit in my stuff. I just felt like oh, stop. Oh, stop that. It, it was too soon. It, it just felt too soon to me. It, it was way too soon. And also, say, but there was like a, an extra pause that went way too long that I shouldn't have. Also, a couple that you wouldn't expect, like an extremely driven girl. Rachel, the entire time she's been on Glee, super driven. And Sam, a little less driven. We saw that tonight in his, he tried out to, or he, I shouldn't say tried out, he went and had a college admissions interview at Hudson University and just couldn't get it together in this interview. I mean, regardless of who it was, yeah. although I'll discuss who it was specifically in a minute, but regardless of who it was, this is too soon for me. As a as a Finchel fan, yeah. this is too soon for me. I, Period. as you know, biggest Finchel fan over here, and I couldn't agree with you more. It felt really wrong. We, we only had the quarterback episode, I believe it was episode three of the season. We're now in episode six. So right. This is three weeks later, and she, I mean, I'm assuming they're not using actual time, right. time, but in our Gleek's minds, three weeks later, and she's already showing interest in someone else. Right. Too soon. I mean, that being said, to take it a step further, the person who it specifically was, yeah. the fact that it's Sam, Sam has round, round, been around. Right. <laughs> and Rachel's never Nicely had... Said. Right. And I don't know if they're going to try to play the, like, Rachel helps him grow, because that's what she did to Finn, you know? She, like, built him and made him better. Yeah. Is this her new project? I mean, yeah. what the hell? Not to mention that he was also friends with... Right. ...with Finn. It just... It feels so strange. Like, I'm going to go after... It just... It felt weird and uncomfortable to watch, I, I would say. the dancing moment. When they're dancing. Yes, I, I remember. I, <laughs> I mean, I just... Did you guys feel at all, at any part of you, even the smallest bit, like this is something you were okay with or wanted? No. I wasn't ready for it. I, I don't know that... It, maybe if they had introduced this in the spring, I might have been more more okay with it. Three weeks out not okay with it at all you mean not last spring this coming spring uh, yes so at the end of season six if they gave her a new or at the end of season five excuse me i don't know or if like I would... we've had the proper time to grieve right, right but I, her moving on i think i could be okay with eventually with sam i don't think any amount of time is gonna help me with that i don't know i hope that he finds 
I don't know. I'm really confused as to what that storyline, what the, where they're going with that. Is that going to help her actually come around to grieving in some way? Are they going to grieve together? I, I don't know where it's going. And Marissa's looking at me like, <laughs> absolutely not. The, the thing <laughs> is that Sam and Rachel are in, they have completely different mindsets. And the way they, the, the way that they want to go in life are completely different. They have two different paths. And the thing with having Finn Finn was always there to support Rachel in whatever decision she made and whatnot. She, he was always by her side. And Sam and Rachel, they're s- so just separate. And they're not, it's just not there. This is the thing that I would say, is that sometimes if you've been through that kind of relationship, I've known other girls who have gone through this, they just want to have someone fun. And maybe she sees him as something fun. So find a random person from New York. I, I agree with you. I'm not <laughs> saying that it should be Sam. I'm saying that the one justification I can think of for it would be that. I think I would rather see Rachel hook up with Kurt than Sam. Okay. I am not kidding. But also, where did that storyline with the whole tattoos and all that, that kind of fell flat. Uh, we absolutely did. But can I mention the one other smaller elephant in the room tonight for me was what was going on with Sam's hair? <sighs> yeah, I do not like it long, <laughs> it but that's just me. Off. Um, yeah, it started last week, and I knew they were going to go this way with it. And, like, is he hippie now? Yeah, I, well, I, I know, like, the models, sometimes male models do have the longer hair. But it just, like, with the tying it back on the bus, that's when I really noticed it. And I actually wrote that in my notes. So Like, long and, like, greasy. It did not look well kempt. Yeah. How did you guys feel about the male model 10-pound storyline? Yes, we should jump uh, into that. It's um, it was well, special guest Tyra Banks. Hello. Yeah, I was gonna say Tyra Banks there, and she so weird, so weird. She was really playing a villainous yeah. character, but she, chat exactly <laughs> aptly named. Um, it really bothered me actually the ten pound because it's he they've promoted him for years as being like the sexy guy on Glee. And then to be like, that's still not good enough is I, is such a terrible message. We talked about last week about how they're sending these bad mixed messages. And yeah. To me, this is another one. I mean, I don't know. Maybe next week they'll it turns into something different. But first of all, as a woman watching the show, probably the best part of the episode was watching Cord take it off. Yeah. Oh, dear God, is he hot. Gorgeous. I yeah, mean, just, absolutely. just so hot. Yeah. Why would you ever Love want him that. to lose 10 pounds? 10 I, pounds of what? Yeah. It's hair. Just, yeah. Maybe. <laughs> if you tr- cut it off the hair. Cut off, cut yeah. It off his I was yeah. going to say, if he trimmed his hair, he would be ridiculous. Like, off the charts. Those pictures. Oomph. Yeah. That's how I felt. That I agree with you, 110 percent. But woman power, baby. I have to say that. Uh, so with this 10 pound thing, by the end of the episode, because of Billy Joel's number, he's accepting himself and he's like, "I'm not changing for anyone." But again, that's felt very short sighted to me. I think the more pressure he has in the modeling industry, I don't think we've seen the end of that storyline because, as we all know here in LA, the pressure of body image and all of that is so huge in this industry. I Yeah, I just didn't like Tyra Banks' character in this because we know Tyra Banks is known for America's Next Top Model. And her as a person, she actually encourages models and she builds careers for potential models and whatnot. And even the people who don't win on her that can reality show, they still have 
uh, upcoming careers and stuff. So her image as a person in real life, she encourages models. And then to have this character on Glee, who's like the complete opposite, very, you know, very against yeah. models, was just hard for me to watch. Marissa, I couldn't agree more. I thought that, I mean, I, I would rarely ever say this because I love Tyra, but I thought this was such a poor casting choice. That they put her, I mean, it was fun because we got to see Tyra and everybody loves Tyra, but everything she embodies, this was the opposite of. And I get it's acting. Yeah. I do understand that. But I I don't know. I just, I felt like, put a no name in there. What difference would it have made? See, the thing is, like, she's, she's known, models look up to her. She's the idol for all the models. And then to have a character portraying that, no, I'm kind of against that, or... Just I don't portray it in the best light. Yeah. That's not something you you should want. I agree with both of you, but I think that maybe as an actress, she felt like she could play against type and and mess with that. It's not something I would think that she would want to do, but maybe that's what she was thinking. Like, oh, it'll be funny. I'm playing against everybody knows me as being the supportive, like you know, with all the models and like the leader. I know it's just so hard when you're that iconic. When you look at her. You cannot stop thinking that's Tyra Banks. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I, I agree with you. Um, let's briefly talk about Blaine, though, before we move on from New York. Um, Blaine, of course, uh, telling Kurt that he's afraid, or not even, he didn't say he was afraid. He said that he wasn't sure Niata was for him and that he wanted to go to a school that was multidisciplinary. And this was actually something else that bothered me about the episode. Um, Kurt then realizes that he's afraid and um, actually just wants him, encourages him to go to Niata. Right. I was kind of excited for Blaine to admit he wanted to maybe do something else. That's exactly how I felt because I don't know about all of you, but in high school, I definitely knew people who were in the arts who were like, I love, you know, music. Kids. Yeah, I love kids, I love music, whatever, like, I love music, and I want to do math. Like, those two things... You don't have to just be an artist. I felt like that was a strange message as well. You can do other things and still go into the arts. Yeah, and the fact that they touched upon that and just assuming that Blaine was afraid, I'm like, no, he's actually a regular person who wants to broaden his horizons. And also... There's nothing wrong with that. To kind of play... Earlier in the episode, they mentioned the career fair, that it's hard to have a career in the arts. Very true. Some people want to have a backup plan that... You know, that they went to a liberal arts college and they are able to have other things. The only part I liked about that is it just further proves how strong the relationship between Kurt Kurt and Blaine is that that Kurt knew that about Blaine. Absolutely. So that's sweet. But at the same time, I was just like, I was kind of excited. He was like, maybe I'll be a teacher like Mr. Shu. And I was like, go get him, Tiger. Yeah. And then for Kurt to just be like, oh, honey, I know that's not what's going on. And he's like, you're right. That's not what's going on. I was just like. What the hell was that? It just felt wrong to me that it's okay to be a teacher. It's okay to do a million other things. You don't have to be in the arts. It felt like you were saying that was giving up. Yeah, that was giving up. And I was like, I know teachers who love their jobs. Like, that's not giving up at all. So that was just another, like, Glee storyline that I was just like, oh, I I understand and I appreciate their relationship. I've said all along, Kurt and Blaine, one of my favorite couples on Glee. But tonight it just felt like there was this side storyline that I just wanted to see him be supportive of Blaine in Niata or anything he wanted to do, just be the supportive fiancé that maybe that's too much to ask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can, you know, let us know what you're thinking. Are you 
you know, liking the storyline with Blaine and Kurt? Do you think, you know, Sam has a future in modeling? Uh, let us know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Roxy already is weighing in. So let us know. Rate and comment on iTunes. We love reading all of your comments. We go on there every week and check it out. So, and you can also tweet at us. Um, that's always fun to hear about. Them. We love you guys. Yes, yes, Roxy. We love reading everything. We love you we love guys. All the love it, love it. So, um, Marley, Jake, and Ryder, the return of this love triangle. Jake, what an a-hole he was in this episode. Oh, my, seeing that song, what nerve. First of the all, audacity. We just have to Swear. say, like, Marley, it's not legal for you to be chopping up all that food in the kitchen. No. no. <laughs> that can't be legal. Second of all, I'm nervous that they're going to turn this into Marley realizing she does really like Jake. I'm such a Ryder fan at this point. Okay, so this I is- was for Ryder last year. Okay. I like Jake. But, oh, I mean, Jake is fun, but I was always like, Ryder's the better dude. Go with him. So I have, I'll save part of this for predictions. But that being said, uh, Marley is clearly still interested in Jake in some capacity. Right. She Because she won't commit to anything with um, Ryder. And Ryder's coming on super strong, which I think is kind of a stereotypical thing that happens in high school that like a guy comes on too strong and the girl's freaked out or the girl comes on too strong either one of those scenarios happens a lot in high school but it just felt like to me she she is still falling for the bad boy and it's i just even more than jake cheating on her even more than the song he he just gave up so easily that I was like, you did not deserve this girl. He's like, oh, you won't accept my roses? I said, sorry, that's not who I am anymore. Oh, you think it is? Fine, then it is. Yeah. Okay. And just got so, he just seemed to be so anger, angry at himself in a lot of ways and just not handling it at all with her. No, and, and the fact that he's saying that that's not who I am and then literally one second later he's eyeing these two other girls that just passed him. I'm like, that's totally who you are. Right, and he's like, that's not who I am. And I'm like, you just had sex with somebody. Like, that, yeah. that's who you are because that's what you did. Like, yeah. you, you did that. Yeah. Cheater. Uh, yeah. It was crazy. You me. are what you do. You really are. What did you think of Ryder's... Um, uh, actions tonight. I mean, way too soon to ask somebody out. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I think he should have kind of played the here's my shoulder to cry on. I was going to say, like, a friend to her first. Like, you've been through this tough breakup. You know, we're both, you can even be like, we're both single. Let, let's like let's be friends first and kind of let it gradually grow. It felt like a jump from zero to a hundred tonight. See, I, I want, yes, I agree with both of you. I don't want Ryder to be the rebound. Because this is way too soon, and he's just going to end up being the rebound person. Right, and I do want to see Ryder and Marley together at some point. Although I did when Jake and Marley were good, they were good, but I do want to try out Marley and Ryder. I want to give them a chance, and this is not giving them a fair shot right now. I just feel like in tonight's episode, the biggest problem I had with it was they jumped the gun on so many storylines with Sam and Rachel and... Um, Ryder and Marley, it, if you had waited just a little bit longer on these storylines, I might be, Sam's hard to accept, admittedly, but I would be more accepting of it. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Although I, I will say that we haven't talked about one storyline yet. That is my absolute favorite storyline of the episode. I, I know. I'm, we're getting there because it's, I think, mine too, which right. is why I made it one of our last topics before we talk to song, before we go into songs. Right. So uh, even though they were jumping the gun on a lot of them, I think that 
one of these topics we will soon talk about. Should we just jump to that topic? I feel like you're <laughs> you're, you're re- rearing to go. Yeah, um, yeah. Because the rest of them, I'm like, I, I'm. I just want to wait and see because I don't want to. I don't want to poke too many holes yet because I'm sure, knowingly, they're they know where they're going with this. I feel like tonight was kind of a tease of an episode in a lot of ways, and I think they will in some ways backtrack on some of the like I think it will take longer than we expect for Sam and uh Rachel if if that happens it's one to of get together building block episodes they set a lot of storylines up just for our next episodes to come yes and we should go to our favorite storyline I feel like all three of us have the same favorite storyline tonight okay. of course Artie stepping in to help Becky get into college so she can find a place that will fit her needs. Becky did such a kick-ass job this episode. So good. I just felt for her and everything. I just just nailed it. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. I thought the storyline was great. I even loved seeing the character development from the start to the finish of the episode with Sue. Uh, I was really appreciative of Artie and what he was doing. At first, I, was, I didn't know if it was his place, but then after seeing what happened, I, I really loved this part of the episode. I agree with you. And I loved seeing Sue... Sometimes you see Sue being harsh, a lot of the time, being super harsh. And with Becky, it's always her soft spot. She didn't want Becky to go and then realizes it's best for her and is supportive. And I think that she needs to show that she has a heart somewhere, that there isn't just this cold exterior that you see with the with um, yeah, the and, new direction. And it's not just that. this The Sue-Becky storyline, this was the... Um, the story from like every parent who has gone through this, having their children being afraid to go to college. We saw the parental aspects of the storyline uh, with Sue, and then the fact that Becky, yes, is afraid, but Sue is willing enough to let her go. That was the that I loved the that perspective, the adult perspective. What I loved the most was the boy, the love interest of Becky's. And he, I believe, was on The Secret Life of the American Teenager, that boy as well, because sadly for me, I would recognize that. So <laughs> I thought this was so endearing, so cute. I, I, I just was really into it. Yeah. I thought it was great. Yeah, it was a really sweet moment, and it's something that we've been waiting for, at least I've been waiting for, for a long time. She's wanted a love interest. She's kind of asked Artie if he's interested. He truly is a friend to her. And now she found this, like, and it's sweet because she was so afraid to go to college. She says, like, what happens if I don't have friends? And you see her walk into this room, and not only does she have a friend, but she has a potential love interest. Right. It's, she has a whole class, yeah. classroom full of people who can be her new friends. And everybody yeah. there loved her humor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was just great. Yeah, it was really, like, season one sweet glee to me. That's what it reminded me of. And, and I love when you kind of, there's certain moments that hark back to that. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Should we jump to songs? Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. So lots of Billy Joel songs tonight, exclusively Billy Joel. (laughs) I love that one song that wasn't Billy Joel. Oh, wait, that didn't happen. Yeah, (laughs) I was going to say, nothing without. So these are all Billy Joel songs. Um, So Moving Out, which is, of course, the title of the episode. Um, Blaine and Sam singing this. I kind of wanted to get your viewpoint on this. I, I wrote a few things down, but what what were you thinking about this one? I thought of the song selection of Billy Joel, this was probably the strongest one to start with. Um, I liked how it moving out and then it brought us from one place to another. Yeah. 
for me, it was okay. See, I appreciated the song selection. For some reason, to me, it just, it was a little underwhelming as the first song. For Like, I wanted, I, for some reason, I think Blaine and Sam have such great voices um, that Darren and uh, Cord can do so much, and it just felt like they they didn't do as much as they could with this song. I do, I did like the cinematography in this one, mm-hmm. that the way the camera moved throughout the hallways, the they're getting ready to leave, and then they we seamlessly go into New York. Yeah, I'm like, wow, that transition was awesome. Yeah, I and agree with that. That is very true. Yeah, it was it was great. That was well done. Piano Man? Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. man. You know, okay. I do love the song, and then the second I saw Sam pull out the harmonica, I was like, oh, they're going to sing Piano Man because there's a piano. They have sung at that restaurant before. You You're knew so that smart, was going to happen. <laughs> you knew that yeah. was going to happen. Um, <laughs> yeah, with the candles and everything. This was one of my favorites, actually. I love when Darren Chris just, like, takes it away. And I thought he did a great job. Again, the song selection, it, it did feel a little forced, but I enjoyed it. And he told everybody to sing along, and people kind of did sing a little bit, but I, I wanted there to be a big, like, gust of audience sing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But That's no, a... it is good. And the song's amazing. I mean, it's one of my absolute favorites. I mean, it's, I think, one of his most iconic. Right, Billy course. Joel. And so you you would have to have it. If you're doing a Billy Joel episode, Piano Man feels like it should be there. So I'm glad they fit it in in that way. Yeah, and that's one of the songs that, like, everyone has to get in and sing it along. Because by yourself, it's not as fun. But that's just one of the, like, you have to have a whole crowd to, like, really enjoy that one. <laughs> and then we had Honesty, uh, which Artie sang. Um, I, well, I think was... before that we had My Life. Which oh, Jake yeah, I may have like... skipped one. Sorry, guys. Yeah, so we um... had My Life, which Jake did, which... <sighs> to me, all I could write down was, he's such a pig. Okay, this is... Yeah, seriously. I yeah. thought it was interesting to have him have a solo, because maybe I'm wrong, but this is the, one of the first times I remember him having a solo or a big solo like this. But I agree, it wasn't the right... I don't know. I don't, and then he had all these flips and stuff, and I get it's really cool and sick that he could do that. And then, again, with the cinematography, it was amazing. He would do one flip from one thing, and then he'd be in a flip in a different place. But it was it was kind of gimmicky. Yeah, you know what I wanted in this song for some reason was him uh, like squaring off with Ryder, like a battle of the voices with Ryder, and that would have been really a great moment. Yeah, because it was just after they confronted each other about what was going on with Marley, and it just felt like that would be a better. I could have dug that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The thing about this, it was fun seeing Jake do flips. He yes, he's acrobatic. He's very athletic. He has a great voice. That. But what I didn't like was just his character. He's supposed to be feeling sorry, and he does not feel sorry at all during this performance. No, at all. At no. All. And then he's also singing up against girls, against lockers. I was like, was dude, disgusting. you're trying to sing and get Marley back, and yet you're performing like this and not having no remorse whatsoever in your actions? I don't believe you. Wait, can I mention one thing? Because you know I have to do my quote every episode. Of course, or whatever. go for it. So this happened right after this song, and I forgot to talk about when we were mentioning Sam. But I, this was hands down the funniest part of the episode when he was in his job interview, and he says, "So you're black? Well, that must be interesting. This is a shot in the dark. But do you know Mercedes Jones? I, oh, I, yeah. That I had me laughing out loud. It, it, it's true that that was a really funny moment. Just the entire interview and 
him being a feminist. It was just funny as hell. Yeah, exactly. We have to give that a shout out. It is true. So very, very to funny. Honesty, sorry. Yeah, that was just a ghost to show to um to add to that that Sam really hasn't thought about college. No, yeah. hasn't thought about What's college. Funny? And also, you have to give it to Cord, who is able to pull off that yeah. stuff so well. Yeah. yeah. Um. So honesty, finally, Artie singing it. I thought it was a really sweet moment with Becky, as I mentioned. Favorite storyline of the night. For some reason, I, the actual performance didn't do much. Yeah, lackluster. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely lackluster, and it just was kind of blah. Um, I could have done without her saying he was going to show her his purple mushroom, but other than that, that I is thought, true. <laughs> I thought that the song was decent, but the after moment made the song worth it. Yeah, I agree. Um, moving on, right, to yep. An Innocent Man, which is Ryder's song of the night. I, okay, so he's obviously coming on too strong to Marley, but the, like, romantic in me kind of enjoyed this one. <laughs> I have to say, I was like, this is so cute. Like, I don't, it was a little too much too soon, as we mentioned, but I, I did appreciate the performance. I thought it was kind of rude. I mean, he asked her out, basically, and she said no, and then he asked her out in front of everybody, so she couldn't really say no. And I know. The fact that it was the literally song. two minutes later in front of Jake. I know. She just said she'll think about it, and then he's proposing like a marriage, but just to go out and date. And then she says, "Yes, I will right. go out." With it was it was a very high school boy move, but I did think he did a nice job performing it. So yes, sure, Blake Jenner. We will give it to him. Yeah, he, he never doesn't do a yeah. I mean, double negative. Yeah. He always does. <laughs> yeah, Blake Blake does a nice job when he's he's performing always. Um. So, Just the Way You Are. This was, I think, my favorite song of the night. It's Kurt, Blaine, Rachel, Sam, Santana, the whole New York crew. At least it worked with the episode. Yeah. It wasn't a, you know, like, it just fit in. Um, And yeah, I think it was my favorite, too, because as we've talked about, how do you go wrong with New York? We agree tonight. Can can you imagine what's going on? Yeah. (laughs) This is a first for us. Very exciting. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah, Marissa. Um, I yeah, like I said before, this is what the if Glee went in that whole only strictly New York, this could be the the glimpse sure. of what we could get. Just them, yeah, all, all of them together. I'm, you know what? I'd be fine with that. Yeah, it's it's kind of that return to earlier seasons again, all of them together, because that's been I think the biggest challenge they've had with the split between New York and, um. And McKinley is that some of these performers that are so good together don't get an opportunity to perform together in the same room. We kind of get the blending of voices at times because they will go yeah they, between they do that yeah that montage thing yeah. But it's nice to have them Jump in the same up. place. Agreed. Um, and you may be right. The final song of the night, which was "Will" and "New Directions." I had I gotta say, guys, I'm I had a problem with this one. It it kind of put the cherry on top of a not-so-excellent Sunday for me. <laughs> it, it was just, like, with the line leading up, although I did think it was humorous and they called themselves out, I did admit that. I mean, and I, it's weird because I do love hearing Will sing, and I miss hearing him sing all the time. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, he, it was nice to have his voice and, and in I the said, mix. Right, and at least it was energetic, you know, and he's always great, and he throws in his little quirky moves. But I was just like, this did not fit at all, and they just squeezed it in so hard. I know. Yeah, and then they had the whole 
well, I, maybe not the whole high school, but like everyone was on stage. It was more than just the New Directions. It was everyone in the school dancing too. Yeah. I I always say on the show how I want a big number to end it. And tonight it did feel like a big number. So I have to give credit to that and say it does feel like a big number. It still felt like that magic though that some of episodes of Glee end with, lots of episodes of Glee end with, was missing by the end of this. I wanted that, there's like, a chemistry there and maybe it was because Rachel was still in New York you don't have that original group back on that stage but it was fun I didn't hate it so sure good enough yeah I was like I, I know that yeah it's a hard one to, energetic it was energetic want to do some quick news and gossip After TV News so big news for all you Gleeks out there. Um, you'll have to, I guess, change your DVR or your DVR will be picking up Glee on a different night. Um, Glee on February 25th is moving to Tuesday nights, according to E! News, reported it earlier today. Um, so Tuesdays at 8, Glee will be on. And so the new Fox lineup on Tuesdays is Glee at 8, New Girl at 9, which is what is currently on, and 9.30, Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um so this is a return to I think Glee Tuesday. was on yeah Glee was on Tuesday night Not a few Tuesday. seasons ago so I wonder what prompted this uh, well I know that the dads um, they have a few more episodes left and then when dads is done Glee will go into that time and then Mindy's Mindy project it, is t- on a break and then so they're literally shifting shows around they are shifting gap. shows around and the ratings uh, of all these shows have kind of affected things so they're reshifting things around to kind of see if they can get a change in some of their ratings, I believe, as well. Okay. Yeah. Um, Also, Dancing with the Stars, we've talked about Amber Riley being on that show all season long, and uh, she made it to the finale. So woohoo for her! Yay! So exciting. Um, We're cheering her on. Yeah, so her and Derek Huff will be performing in the finale next week, and we're not the only ones who are excited about it. Um... Let's see. Naya Rivera tweeted um, to Amber, you're the cutest. I'm so happy for you. Hard work pays off. She's had some knee injuries this season, so I think everybody's really excited to see her perform in this finale. Kevin McHale saying, yay, Amber Riley made it to the Dancing with the Stars finale. Make sure you vote to get um, her team in the finale. So proud. So... Really cute. It's a great double win for us because obviously um, Maria, our very own founder, yeah. she was with Derek Huff and we love him here. He's a friend of AfterBuzz. Absolutely. And so having the two of them with him with Amber go all the way. Super exciting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And check out uh, our one of our own AfterBuzz hosts, JC Rubio. He interviews Amber Riley on the red carpet every single week. So check those videos. So much fun. He does a great job. Channel. He's a good friend of mine to you and always fun to see him on the red carpet. Yeah. Um, so Adam Lambert, uh, of course, on Glee, he's joining some other Glee cast members, Jane Lynch, Darren, Chris, Amber Riley, Naya Rivera, and Chris Colfer at the Trevor Live uh, fundraiser at the Hollywood Palladium. So if you live in the L.A. area, December 8th, you should definitely check out tickets for that because it's always a great event. Um, I think some of the Glee members have definitely been a part of it before. The Trevor Project, of course, raises money to provide crisis um, intervention and suicide prevention for um, the LGBTQ. I wanted to make sure I got them all in their community. <laughs> so it's exciting times for it's a good it's a good event for sure. Yeah. And then finally, Diana Agron um, 
So she, there's been a bit of controversy around her um, missing the quarterback episode three weeks ago. She wasn't in it. Um, she, I think she was filming was the official statement that we heard a while ago. Although we did hear rumors that she wasn't asked back as well. Yeah. You never know what to cover and what's not. So yeah, we just it, don't know. And so she finally talked about it with the Irish Independent saying, so I've, I've got nothing but love for the show and everybody involved in it. It was such a huge part of my life, I, so I think it's equally hard when I'm not there every day anymore. I don't see them all every day. Um, it makes me feel like further away from the show. With those people, it was the perfect miss of everything. I needed to prepare for prepare myself for everything else. We cut our teeth on that show. So, it's a long quote. But, um, I totally get what she means. I don't think she... I know she was pretty broken up, I've heard, uh, about Corey's passing. Right. So, I don't think it was, like, a personal thing no. about him. It was just probably a scheduling or issue with Glee, I would imagine. Absolutely. I mean, I, I'm not certain, but, you yeah. know, it, I like that she sings the praises of the show still. You, yeah. You know, she wouldn't do that if there was such a bitter taste. And right. a fun little side note, I saw her at dinner the other night um, here in L.A. with her boyfriend at um, the Everly restaurant on Sunset, and she looked very happy and well. I sat next to Gwyneth Paltrow at dinner. Nice. I'm like, I'm just a... So L.A. Yeah, so, so L.A. So L.A., I, so Glee. I was just like, well, while we have the Diana Agron news up, let's do that. Um, ready for some predictions? And now... Your after predictions. I don't I don't know exactly where the show is gonna take us, but I'm looking at the song list for next week and I'm getting kind of excited. Any amazing ones? Just give me one, like your favorite out of the list. Into the groove. Ooh, good choice. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'm I'm really into that. Also Cheek to Cheek. It's my mom and my brother's song, so That'll emotionally be a, I'm excited for that one. That'll be fun. Yeah. Um and so um I'm excited to see where this love triangle between Marley Ryder and Jake goes. If I had to guess, I'm saying she's going to get back with Jake before she truly gives a chance to Ryder. I would probably agree with that. Um, I'm wondering where Penny is. Oh, Penny and Sam. Yeah, seriously. Don't say it like you like it. I know. It's just... You kind of, it's, uh, everyone's shaking their head at me. Fine. <laughs> I, I admitted in past episodes it's creepy, but they. <laughs> it's daring. Yeah. Maybe. I, like, okay, I'm not saying that I, I'm looking forward to it, but I just want to see where they're going to go if they do take this whole Rachel Sam potential. Uh, I don't think any of us in this room likes it, but I yeah. think it's going to be interesting how they handle that if they really are building it up to something. True. I'm wondering if it's going to be, a slow burning thing like just little glimpses like we had tonight of like oh there's a possible flirtation there and then as we get into sweeps what have you we'll see it pick up yeah probably well thank you so much for watching let us know what you think always you can tweet at me at stephanie wenger you can find me at roxy stryer and i'm on twitter and on instagram at serafini tv and we'll see you next time with all new glee um, we're actually, because of the Thanksgiving schedule, right. we're not going to be on next week, but we're going to be on the week after. after. Yes. So in two weeks, you'll see us. Don't miss us too much, but that's why you have to tweet at us all the time. Absolutely. Yes. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. 
To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.